How does it feel when you're wanting to help relieve the suffering, distress, or unease of someone? So you help and then discover that you can't let go of your idea of what the outcome should be. Hello and welcome, everyone. My name is Mary Slocum, and in this episode, we're looking at letting go. Our direct experience tells us that when we cling to anything, our bodies become tight, tense, and closed down, and we feel uneasy, distressed, and we suffer. Before we get into it today, a reminder. I hope you enjoy the show, and if you do, I invite you to support the show. Two ways to do this are, first, to follow or subscribe to the show where you hear it, and second, to become a member by going over to patreon.com forward slash your mindful life. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash your mindful life all one word. And when you get there, become a member. Your support really matters, and we're grateful for it. Your Mindful Life Podcast. Today we're exploring letting go through the lens of compassion. Compassion says recognize distress and suffering, feel an urge to alleviate it, take action to help, and let go of the outcome. Often, though, we realize it's not easy to let go of the outcome. Letting go can be really hard. A while ago, I found myself thrown into some local social activism. The city where I live had adopted a new ordinance allowing churches to apply for permits so that homeless people dwelling in their vehicles could spend the night in the church's parking lots. The objective of the program was to provide the vehicle dwellers a safe place to sleep and, most importantly, access to case managers who could help them find stable housing. The ordinance called safe parking sounded caring and responsible. This is a good thing. It's helping people in need, I thought. However, the ordinance was vague and didn't describe the structure, rules, and responsibilities required of a church to set up and run a program. In particular, it didn't describe the measures necessary for the program to operate successfully in densely populated residential neighborhoods. And on top of that, the city communicated poorly to the neighbors when the first two churches applied for permits. Confused by the city's communication, the neighbors became angry and reactive. A helpful program was on the verge of sinking fast. 
That's when I got involved with a couple of other neighbors. We began the process of researching the needs of such a program, of interviewing people with experience, of examining other cities' best practices, and collecting the needs of our neighbors so we could respond to the permitting process rather than just react to it. It felt right to get involved and to be part of the solution. It felt right to work alongside neighbors who care and are willing to help find ways to meet the needs of the churches, the vehicle dwellers, and the neighbors. I set my intention to help, and I began investing my time and attention. And then, as the days passed, I began to feel closed in. It felt like I couldn't get a deep breath. And then a little question arose in my mind. Am I tied to some kind of certain outcome? Hmm, isn't that interesting, I thought as I paused and stepped back. Sitting in stillness, I acknowledged that I couldn't control anything. And yet it felt like that's exactly what I was trying to do. I was like a sheepdog herding the sheep. There may be renegades that go in a different direction. The pasture may end up not being the right one. A wolf may steal in at night and eat some of the sheep. What could I do then? Not much. I'm not in control. And yet there was a tightness in my diaphragm letting me know, this just has to work. Everyone's needs can be met. Sitting with the tightness, I acknowledged it was there and just allowed it. I made a soft mental note. Something is holding on. I could feel it in my body, a kind of clenching, like holding on for dear life. And there was more. Fear of the renegades. Those neighbors that say they are on board, but then jump off and go their own way, confusing and dissipating all our efforts. Yes, This was there too. And fear of the judges, those standing along the sidelines, judging, saying, if you're not all for it, then you must be all against it. Yes, this was there too. And there was also a fear of those carrying invisible bias, those who didn't want the program to happen at all, but didn't realize it. They didn't want those people in our neighborhoods. They didn't want their children seeing the suffering of the homeless and the hungry. They just wanted it to go away. They didn't see the bias, but it was there. They talked about their fear for the safety of their children. It was all there. I sat down and felt my body settle into breathing. I asked myself, what's happening now? It was all there, all the tightness, all the clenching. I let it be there. I just allowed it. And I breathed. And then I asked some little questions. Can I step back and put space around this? Yes, I can. And so I did. I took a nice mental step backwards and put lots of space around it. 
Hmm, that feels better. And then the next little question, can I stand in a neutral place? Can I be okay no matter what the outcome is? Hmm, yes, I can. I can do what I can do, and that's all I can do. And then the third little question, can I let go of the outcome? Yes, I can. And finally, can I act wisely knowing that the outcome is not mine? Yeah, it's not mine. I know that. I can do my best for everyone, bring everyone to the table. And yes, I know the outcome is not mine. Sensing in my body, I felt the tightness loosen and open, and this openness was freeing. I remembered Mother Teresa and how she just did the work, knowing that everything changes all the time, that things come and go, that only the present matters, and that attachment brings us distress. And in that moment, I felt the letting go. Letting go is what is required of true compassion. True compassion recognizes the unease, distress, and suffering. And we have a care and concern arise in us. We feel a desire to help. And we act wisely to relieve the suffering without any attachment to the outcome. Without attachment to the outcome, these words settled in my heart space. Hmm. Doing the work, that's what matters. So by being mindful and compassionate and asking little questions, even something as difficult as letting go, can let go. This week, I invite you to be mindful of letting go. Ask yourself, am I holding on to some outcome? Am I holding on? Am I clenching my teeth? Am I clinging? And if the answer is yes, Bring compassion to yourself. Let yourself know it's okay. And then see if it's okay to simply let go. See if it's okay to help, to just do the work, knowing that you have no control of the outcome. Being mindful that what matters is what we're doing right now to help and that we can also let go of what happens in the future. This is mindfulness in action. Thank you for listening today. I'm grateful you're here, and I'm grateful for the people behind the scenes who make this podcast possible. Every one of you who are members of the podcast, Gorgias Romero for original music, 
audio engineering and production, Bill Rafferty for technical web support, Allie Allen for logo and podcast cover design, and Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful. Be mindful.